Fellas, fellas, good morning. How's everybody doing? How we doing? Fellas, what's going on? I'm Austin Abbott. This is Fade Consensus Podcast. Welcome back. How's everybody doing? How's it going? Today, we're hitting the NFC North. We're talking dark horses. We're going to talk four players today. We hit the NFC East yesterday. You guys are going to have this episode Sunday morning, 5 a.m., Dropping episodes every single day, 5 a.m. 5 a.m., fellas, every day. You know why? So you guys have something to do, something to enjoy on your ride into work. First team up, we're talking the Detroit Lions. I want to speak about DeAndre Swift. Now, when you talk about DeAndre Swift, you put respect on his name. DeAndre Swift is not just any running back in the league. I'm just going to come out and say it's a little bit of a hot take, and I don't like to come off with a bunch of hot takes. on Like, like I'm always trying to be realistic. I have DeAndre Swift finishing his RB10 or RB12 in between there this upcoming season. Let's talk about the situation really quick. Okay, so Adrian Peterson is gone. Uh, you got Carryon Johnson also gone. They brought in the addition of Jamal Williams, right? And look, I'm putting my money where my mouth is, okay? I traded for DeAndre Swift a few months back, probably like two months ago. I gave up Juju, a first-round pick, and two second-round picks to get DeAndre Swift. I can't tell you how important it is to have top-tier running back. Having a top-tier running back is what separates you from the rest of the teams. DeAndre Swift has some good-ass measurables. 5'10", 211, going into year two, age 22. Detroit just got extremely blessed by having Penny Sewell fall all the way to them, okay? You know who that's huge for? That's huge for DeAndre Swift. He's the biggest winner of this all. You can argue that Jared Goff is also one of the biggest winners from Penny Sewell, you know, and and keep this in mind, man. Todd Gurley, when he was paired up with Jared Goff in Los Angeles, Gurley had a 59 reception season. He also had a 64 reception season, okay? So Jared Goff is very comfortable dumping the ball off to uh, their the alpha running back in the backfield. I, I mean, with all due respect, Todd Gurley, I think that DeAndre Swift is better when it comes to pass catching, right? I'm not talking about being a pure runner. That's 100%. You know, if we're talking peak Todd Gurley, absolutely, he was the better runner. No, no question about it. But but Todd Gurley had almost 800-yard receiving season with a young Jared Goff, okay? I don't think Jared Goff is any better or worse than he was a few years ago. I think he's Hell, I think he could be even better moving forward, right? And that's not saying much because he stunk last year. But, fellas, Todd Gurley had almost an 800-yard receiving season, 64 receptions, 87 targets with Jared Goff. Why? Can somebody give me a reason why DeAndre Swift can't at least match that? Dude, he could top that. Uh, I'm not, look, I'm not telling, I'm not saying he's going to have a 900 or 1,000-yard receiving season. I'm just saying, man, in a 17-game season, he's not going to be far off from that, okay? And then you figure he's going to have 750 additional yards on the ground. Probably more than that, I would imagine. I would hope, right? As long as he stays healthy, you got to give Swift all the volume in the world. It is wheels up. It is wheels up for DeAndre Swift this year. This is his year. And remember, if you play on a bad team, that does not matter for fantasy purposes, okay? James Robinson was an undrafted free agent. Finishes running back seven on the year, okay? He was with the worst team in football. They were one in 15. I don't want to hear it. I get Detroit stocks. I get it. But it doesn't matter for fantasy purposes, plain and simple. You know, Swift played 13 games this year as a rookie, and he still caught two more balls than Dalvin Cook. He caught more balls than JT, CEH, Gibson, and he probably played less games than all of them, right? And he was, he was very close to Zeke numbers in, in terms of reception. He had 46 in 13 games. But see, that's a very misleading number because Swift 
in the full season, he only had four games where he had played 60% or more. 60% of snaps, right? Only four of those games. And he still managed to catch 46 passes. So when he's utilized properly next year, when he's getting 65 to 70% snap percentage every single game, when they use him the way that he should be utilized, the way that he was drafted, when they finally do that next year and he plays healthy, DeAndre Swift is going to catch 65 or 70 balls next year. Mark my words. If he would have caught 65 balls, which he was literally on pace for, he would have finished third in the league in receptions. Fellas, wake up, draft DeAndre Swift, thank me later. We're moving on. Green Bay Packers up next. I'm talking Aaron Jones. Jones is literally a baller year in, year out. You got two top five finishes the past two seasons. Back-to-back, 1,000-yard seasons. He hit 49 and 47 receptions back-to-back years. Okay, so he's flirting with, let's call 50 receptions each year. A combined 30 touchdowns over the past two years. He had 11 this year. The previous year, he had 19. Aaron Jones, for some reason, is being slept on. He's just forgotten all of a sudden. He's not that bright, shiny new toy that everybody liked back in 2019, right? When he was RB2, he was disgusting. He was RB5 last year, okay? Nobody wants to talk about it. Nobody. Nobody. But I'm talking about it. I'm putting respect on his name. Aaron Jones is one of the guys that I've never been on board with. And I'm openly admitting, you know, he's he's someone that I've missed on. Aaron Jones, his situation just got even better in my opinion. Jamal Williams, who was such a thorn in his in every every fantasy owner's thigh, he's gone, man. He's out of town. You know who they have? A.J. Dillon. And I like A.J. Dillon. But A.J. Dillon has absolutely zero standalone fantasy value. It is 100 the Aaron Jones show. Aaron Jones, 5'9", 208, 26 years old. He's It's wheels up for Aaron Jones this year, fellas. Aaron Rodgers is coming back 100%. I, I can tell you, fellas, he's going to be back. Look at Aaron Jones' ADP, man. All of a sudden, it's RB9, right? He has back-to-back top five finishes. His situation just got better. Jamal Williams is out of town, right? That's one less man on the depth chart. That's, that's one less... Uh, one less solid running back behind him, I should say, right? And the Packers paid Aaron Jones a fat contract for a reason. Fat contract. With look, with with when Aaron Rodgers comes back, that Packers offense is going to be filthy, like they are year in and year out. At his current ADP, man, I I might even like him like maybe more than Nick Chubb this year. I don't know. I I love Chubb. I love Chubb, but. But I would rather Aaron Jones over Cam Akers or Gibson or Mixon this year. Aaron Jones is going to be very, very good, trust me. Figure you can probably snag him as your RB2 this year, and I fully support it in every single league. A lot of people don't even realize, but he's he's healthy, man. He's always healthy. The past two years, he's only missed two combined games. And the previous two seasons, he played 12-plus, man. He's, he's got a great track record. I'm a big, big fan of Aaron Jones this season. If we're talking dynasty, though, man, we're getting close to that peak value for Aaron Jones. If you want to sell him high during this year, again, I fully support it. I, I don't know how much, how many top-tier seasons he has left, top five seasons, uh, 26 years old. He's going on, going. you know, he's going to be 27 in uh, on December 2nd, okay? So, look, do what you please with that information. You know what to do when running backs are turning 27, you know what to do, fellas. You got one or two more years on Zeke, max. You got one or two more years on Derrick Henry, max. Uh, there's some other guys that are slipping my mind at the moment, but even even Dalvin Cook, man, two or th- probably like two or three more years for Dalvin Cook, right? But but I fully support selling a year early. And hey, if you want to just 
go down with them, man. They help you win. I get it. If you're trying to win a ship, you keep them, right? You keep those top tier players so you can win now. And that, that makes perfect sense. But if you're likely not going to win, man, go sell these running backs top dollar. Sell them top dollar. And, and you should be selling like a year a year before things get ugly, man. Like like Todd Gurley, for example. He, he was, I felt like that was very obvious, right? You knew he had back-to-back top-tier seasons. And how much longer was Todd Gurley going to go, let's be honest? Look at someone like uh, Derrick Henry. He, he, fits, he fits the category very well. He just had 2,000-yard season. Is he going to do that again next year? No. Is he going to catch 20 passes the next year? Probably not. He's one-dimensional. He's 27, going on 28. Like you guys, you got to pay attention to contracts. You got to pay attention to age. All this stuff matters in dynasty. And I'm just saying this, I'm elaborating on it because I want to help you guys get top dollar for your players, right? Because imagine selling Todd Gurley a year late. Imagine selling someone like hell, even Joe Mixon in far, far from this group from all these running backs that we've named. All right. Talking Chicago bears, moving on Darnell Mooney. I don't want to talk David Montgomery. I'm just, that is me saying I respect David Montgomery He's very good. He's not the dark horse, right? I'm not sleeping on him anymore. I, I I was never sleeping on David Montgomery. I had him in every single league last year. He took me to a few championships. David Montgomery was a dude, legend. Six straight games to end the year of 20-plus fantasy points. I will forever, forever love David Montgomery for what he did, for what he did for my fantasy teams. Let's talk Darnell Mooney, 23 years old, 5'11", 172 pounds, okay? Profile's fine, man. I want him to put more weight on, but his profile is fine. Darnell Mooney is a guy that you absolutely have to roster in deeper leagues. Look, if anything had ever happened to A-Rob, Allen Robinson, if anything ever happens to him, man, Darnell Mooney is going to the fucking moon. Last year, Mooney had just under 100 targets, 98 to be exact as a rookie, which ranked 5th out of all rookies, right? All rookie wide receivers. I was fifth in targets. And I always preach draft cap, right? Draft cap, draft cap, draft cap. He's one of the few outliers. He was a fifth round pick, right? That's a day three pick. And that is not good historically. But there are outliers. You guys know that. Every single year there's outliers. But it's just a very small percentage, right? And and Mooney looks like, hell, I think he's even better than what you guys saw last year. Do you know how many times he burned cornerbacks do you know how many times he burned them and the ball would be overthrown if you want to compare his rookie year to someone else it's uh Deontay Johnson's he had Darnell Darnell Mooney had two more receptions than Deontay Johnson but he had 50 less receiving yards so like they were neck and neck man just just to give you an idea of like a trajectory for for the future for for what it could be like right and and shout out Zach Ty Zach put up that Zach Ty football uh that's where I saw that he put up a tweet and he's 100% right, right? At first, I looked at that. I was like, what? Like, I, I don't know, man. I don't, I don't, when I think of Darnell Mooney, I don't think of him being Deontay Johnson in the future. But as of right now, their rookie years were identical. His, now, he has to take a leap forward, right? And I don't expect him to take the leap forward that Deontay did, where Deontay had an additional 30 receptions and an additional 250-plus yards, right? And, and a few more touchdowns. I don't expect Mooney to do that. But could he? Yeah, he could absolutely do it. Um, you got to keep in mind they do, the quarterback situation, man. If if Dalton is the guy, it's going to be ugly for redraft purposes. It, it's just going to be, right? There, there's there's no if, ends, or but. Dalton sucks, dude. He sucks. So keep in mind, if they play their rookie quarterback, who they should, Justin Fields, if they play him, 
that will be the best thing that could have ever happened to Darnell Mooney. Darnell Mooney's stock will rise tremendously. And I like Darnell Mooney so much more in Dynasty than I do in Redraft. So I think it's going to be like mid-season when, when we really see Justin Fields take over. It could be weeks 5 to 10, somewhere in that period, right? Early to mid, I should say. And a little prediction of Darnell Mooney this season. I, I have him right around 65 to 70 receptions. Probably about 850 yards and seven touchdowns. I think Mooney's going to be a fine play for some weeks, but he's not going to be someone that you want to start week in and week out, right? Fellas, do me a quick favor. We got one more player to talk about before we get out of here, but shoot me a DM. Let me know players you want to hear about or topics you want to hear about, and I will gladly talk about them. Fellas, I get that this is the dark horse segment, right? We're talking the dark horse of each team, but the Minnesota Vikings really don't have one, right? They have Justin Jefferson, Dalvin Cook, and I don't want to talk about uh, someone who's a little slept on, maybe like Adam Thielen. I don't, I don't want to talk Adam Thielen. You guys don't want to hear about Adam Thielen. And I don't want to talk Irv Smith, right? Because Irv Smith isn't that good. I'm sorry if you're an Irv Smith fan. Guess what? Wake up. He's not that good, right? He's he's all right. He's all right. But but he's he's not going to be someone who moves. He he moves the needle. He's not going to win you a championship. Irv Smith, if you're listening, sorry, brother. Fellas, we're going to talk Dalvin Cook just because. He's a beast, and you probably want to listen to me talk about him over Kyle Rudolph or Kyle Rudolph's probably not even on the team. I don't know. Fellas, we're talking Dalvin Cook. Look, Dalvin Cook is signed to a very long contract. Dalvin Cook has been a top six running back back back-to-back seasons after his first two years where he was fine, but he was banged up, right? He got hurt, and every single time Dalvin Cook steps on the field, just like Julio Jones or Mike Thomas or Zeke or whoever— all these guys step on the field, and they always produce. Every single game, every single year, they produce, right? The only thing that can stop these players is injuries, right? They, they do not. They, they very rarely bust. Their hit rate is super high. And when I say hit rate, again, that means a top 24 finish at your position for that, that individual week, right? So top 24. If you're RB25 or worse, that is considered a bust week. You throw that out the window, that means you pissed off the fantasy owners. You sucked that week. Dalvin Cook, over the past two years, he was he was RB6. He had 250 rushing attempts, 1,135 yards, 13 touchdowns, 60, uh, 53 receptions, 500-plus yards. The following year, the most recent year, last year, right, he had... He, he was RB2, only behind Alvin Kamara. He had 1,557 rushing yards, which was second in the league, off of 312 attempts. So he had 62 more rushing attempts this past year than the previous year. He also had 16 touchdowns on the ground alone. He was disgusting. 44 receptions. So so the receptions took a little bit of a dip, but the, a 44 receptions is still perfectly fine, right? That's a good year. Um, and he had one receiving touchdown. So it was like 17 receiving uh, 17 touchdowns. On the entire year for Dalvin Cook, right? He had 361 yards through the air. Dalvin Cook was he was just an animal this year. That was what do you have like a 1900 yard season over 1900 yards? Yeah, that's like almost rookie Saquon Barkley's rookie year. Um, yeah, Dalvin Cook 5'10, 210, 25 years old. Dalvin Cook's a guy that he's he might be the RB one this year, the overall RB one, right? I expect a top three finish from him. Dalvin Cook is someone who has one or two top, top seasons left before I recommend selling, right? He's like a step before Zeke, even though they're probably the same age. Zeke has so much tread on his tires, right? Dalvin Cook is like a step before 
uh, Derrick Henry. Like these are guys that you want to get rid of. I'm telling you, a top dollar. And Dalvin Cook, we're not there yet. Dalvin Cook is is getting there, right? And but he's not just there yet. Melvin Gordon, <laughs> dude. I hope you guys sold him like two years ago. I sold him for. Uh, I got David Montgomery when he was a rookie and two first-round picks for Melvin Gordon. Melvin Gordon proceeded to sit out eight games that year, and Montgomery, he, I think Montgomery was like tw- RB 22, 24, whatever he was. It, I mean, I I crushed it in that deal, and then Monty helped me win this year, and I still had those two firsts. So, fellas, I'm not, bra- I'm not bragging. I'm literally elaborating on a past trade that I made a few years ago, and and. My reason is because I'm trying to tell you guys, you got to sell these players in Dynasty at top dollar. You have to. You have to. If you want to remain on top of the league, this is what you have to do. If if you're not proactive, if you're not making a lot of trades, if you're not looking up contracts or focusing on players' age or their situation, you're going to get pushed to the back of the league. And it happens very quick. It, it doesn't happen overnight, but it happens fast. So, fellas, this was a short episode. It's like 17, 18 minutes. I kind of like this. I like I like the shorter episodes. I'm going to start making episodes like 15 to 20 minutes, right? Um, some of the episodes in the past were like 30, 40, 50 minutes. And let's be honest, you guys don't want to hear me rant for 40 minutes. You don't even want to hear me rant for 15 or 20 minutes. So, fellas, we're getting out of here. It is a beautiful Saturday, 5 p.m. right now as I'm recording. This is dropping tomorrow, Sunday morning. Fellas, we're out. This is Fade Consensus. I'm Austin Abbott. Peace. Peace.